Namaste. We are with Gautam ji once again for our next podcast uh, episode. Gautam, thank you so much for your time as always. Most welcome, Nick. I hope you have been keeping well during these challenging times. Yes, by God's grace, all is well. Uh, so, Gautam, there is something, uh, an important story uh, I would like to discuss with you while I was uh, doing a bit of research and reading on the Satcharit. Uh, I came across a very important leela, and it has something to do with the concept of non-doership that Baba has spoken about. Right. So, uh, if I can just brief you on the story, and I felt your insights on this important topic uh, would be important for devotees to sort of ponder on. Sure. So, I will just make a reference to it in the Sai Satcharit in chapter fifty-one. There is a beautiful story in this chapter where uh, a devotee travels somewhere and he meets a Swamiji who uh, says Baba is his brother, and uh, he offers a coconut which he requests this devotee to uh, give Baba when he comes, offer it to Baba. And uh, the just the crux of the story is basically while they were traveling, they forgot all about it. They had a small pause while they were eating. And uh, all said and done, they basically ate the coconut up. And when they reached Baba, they realized this was a mistake. So this man was a kind, uh, nice man. He felt a lot of remorse. And then when he went to Baba, Baba reminded him of what that gentleman had given for him. And uh, then Baba gave him some instruction because this man had been so hard on himself that Baba gave him some instruction. So in that Gautam, I found something on non-doership, which I felt uh, could be very insightful because it is something I feel, uh, while it's simple, it also can be quite tricky. There are two sides to it. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to discuss those aspects with you uh, in the talk. Sure, and in fact, uh, it is a very important story because you know, as we know, uh, Nick, what happens is. the focus goes straight to a miracle not to the teaching now in this story you will find that the miracle as such is what that baba tells this pundalik rao who is supposed to carry the coconut to him hmm what has my brother sent for me which means baba already knew that a swami was sending a coconut to him because he had seen it through his vision now this is just a small part of this story the whole story especially what baba speaks about which as you said is on non doership that is actually where the teaching comes in and where it is laid out for us to not only ponder as you say but understand the deeper teachings of baba yes So if we can if you give me permission uh, I'm laughing because usually sometimes you say that line <laughs> I'll steal your line here so if I have your permission can I read out those words of baba I feel it'll be nice then I can ask you to commentate on that sure so when this devotee realized his mistake and came to baba this was just a crux of the dialogue that took place so after listening to what happened uh, baba said with a smile Why should one take the coconut in hand at all if one cannot safeguard it properly? 
Feeling certain that you would give me my thing, my brother placed full trust in your words. But should it result in this, is this all your trustworthiness? My brother's wish was not fulfilled. Is this the way you work? He said, The value of that fruit can never be equaled, even if you bring many others. But now what had to happen has happened. Why feel sad for it needlessly? Yes, Nick, here I would like to just take a pause. You see, what is clear is what Baba has said so far. That this man, Pundalik Rao, was entrusted with the coconut. The Swami gave him the coconut and said, give this to my brother, Sai Baba. Now, what Baba means here is that if you had this errand to perform by giving me the coconut, you should have been in awareness. Yes. What has happened is basically when he and his friends on their journey to Shirdi, they were feeling hungry and thirsty. One of them, we don't know which one, saw the coconut and mixed the coconut with the chibda or whatever it is they were eating. Right. So this means that this act was done in unawareness. So the first thing Baba points out is this, that, you know, is this the value of your trustworthiness? Because if you were entrusted with the coconut, Hmm. you should have taken care that it came to me. Means you should have been aware at all times. So let us make no mistake. This is the first lesson itself, which Baba clarifies. Now we can go on to what next? Yes. So when Swami gave you the coconut, it was by my wish and it is only by my wish that the fruit was broken. Then why regard yourself as the doer unnecessarily? Yes, this is a very important line because this applies to all of us. What happened was, it is not that this group of friends intentionally ate the coconut which they knew was meant for Baba. Obviously, they would not do that. It was just a matter of circumstances. They were hungry, they were tired. One of them didn't realize the importance of the coconut reaching its destination and it was all done unintentionally. Yes. Now what has happened is, once they have recognized their mistake, there is remorse, there is guilt that I did this. And therefore, this line, which if you could please read out again, addresses this very important point. Because see, Baba clearly says that it is me giving the coconut to myself. In what way? Means I am also the Swami giving the coconut. I am also the one who broke the coconut. I am the one who ate the coconut. So why are you taking this burden of being the doer? Now, this is the second lesson. So, first Baba establishes that it was an act in unawareness. Yes. Because there's no excuse here. But now that the act has happened, what Baba is showing is it was destined to happen. Because Baba as God, as the source, as consciousness, was behind the whole Leela. But now the individuals took it upon themselves that it was their action. 
and now this is what baba is addressing yes you harbor an egoistic attitude and hence regard yourself as the offender but just adopt this attitude of being a non-doer and all your troubles can be avoided yes now what are what is this all your troubles that can be avoided what baba is referring to is the trouble created by the thinking mind which leads to all this shame and guilt and you know all these emotions which get clogged into our system so what baba is saying is if your understanding is clear that it is consciousness that acts and me as an embodiment of the source i am behind this entire episode then you will not take this burden onto your own shoulders you have to place this burden itself at my feet correct why do people own their meritorious deeds alone and not their sins after all the power of both is the same so act without ego yes so again baba is reaffirming what he has said that you know in fact he's actually pointing out to a truism that whenever there's praise we are happy to take it or recognition or an award and when something goes wrong we generally don't want to take it we pretend that it had nothing to do with us you see so he is pointing this out but what he is saying is either way pleasure or pain neither are your doing correct neither are your doing that he is making very clear because see in both instances it is the ego which claims so this is what he is pointing out that if i as god as baba am behind an act for example there cannot be an emotion like pride pleasure may arise let's say you do something and someone praises you or says oh you know what you've said has really moved me pleasure will arise but that pleasure will not turn into pride and arrogance that load of pride and arrogance which we call ghamand that will not be there when i know that this could not have happened without the grace of god yes similarly if something goes wrong regret may arise that oh dear you know it's disappointing that this has happened but that regret will not turn into guilt and shame just as in this story it is pointed out by baba himself he is telling pundalik rao don't take this burden of guilt and shame because after all i am also behind this only you see that is what baba is pointing to yes so gautam had this incident happened slightly differently just so you know we see the other aspect of the story had pundalik rao managed to bring the coconut as it was bestowed on him that service and he actually gave it to baba now there could have been the see in this particular instance his ego identity had that sense of remorse and it stretched in time that oh i have done this blah 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 hmm. had it been given the way it was uh, requested it could have gone the other way saying oh i am so blessed that one saint gave me this duty and i fulfilled it 
So in both instances, there is ownership? Yes, as long as that feeling of being blessed does not get converted to pride that, oh, one Swami chose me out of everyone to give this, you see. So that is the feeling to look for in our everyday living. That is what brings us down. That is what brings us down. You see, and I must say this story is so beautiful because of a couple of reasons. One is, my feeling is that this Leela of Baba's was meant only for us readers. Because as you said, he could have delivered the coconut. If the coconut was delivered, the story would not find its way in the Satcharita. This story is for us. Yeah, yeah, this is what I felt like. One. <laughs> Two, even more importantly, what is the gift being offered from the Swami to Baba? The gift of the coconut. The coconut is the ego. Mm. The coconut which we offer in the Havan is a symbol of us offering our ego. And the Swami has told Pundalik Rao, I want you to offer this coconut at Baba's feet. Which means what? Offer the ego at Baba's feet. So what Baba is telling to Pundalik Rao and his friends is if you offer your ego at my feet, then where's the question of guilt and shame and all this nonsense which you're going on prattling about that I'm a sinner, punish me, I should not have done this, I forgot. You see, so even that, it's so beautiful that to convey this beautiful, beautiful story, the gift chosen is the coconut itself. It could have been something else. Correct. It could have been a bouquet of flowers, it could have been some other prasad, we don't know. But it is the coconut. It is so important to the story, you see. That is why I feel this is a key. Because this story is directly connected to the Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna says, the ego deluded thinks, I am the doer. And here we have an actual demonstration of such a simple story, in fact. Anyone will understand the message in this story once they look at it with these eyes. Yes. So, Gautam, coming back to, if we were to, you know, because I do film work, say we change the manuscript a bit. <laughs> so, Pundalik Rao brings the coconut to Baba and gives it. Now, if he does not have a sense of pride that, oh, you know, I was the blessed one, then it is just spontaneous happening by itself. And he will not even have a trace of, oh, I did anything. Is that right? Yes, the pleasure will arise, like I said. He'll feel happy. It's human nature. But that happiness will not convert into pride and arrogance. So, Gautam, in a real-life example, it would not be like stretched in time, either the good or the bad. It would just be normal. You will experience, I mean, in this case, remorse. And uh, it would probably, if, if he had not taken ownership, it would have just been a statement, Baba, I'm sorry, I, we made this error and we will never do it again. But it would not become stretched where he starts beating himself. Yes, because that is now the mind which has started operating and the past has, you know, the incident is already in the past, it's gone. But the mind, by the word stretch, what is happening is that the mind is stretching it into the present moment and into successive present moments because now it's living in the past by saying, I should have not done that, I should, I this, I that, you see? That is what happens. Yes. 
Then Gautam, the next line is the coconut fell in the hollow of your palms only because I wished that you should come to meet me. This is the whole truth. Exactly. Because that means here very importantly, it may appear that the whole incident is about a Swami giving a coconut to Baba. But what Baba is saying is everyone is a piece of the puzzle. Yes. So equally important is that Pundalik Rao had to meet Baba for which he had to be given the coconut. Yes. You are also my children. The fruit that fell in your mouth has itself been offered to me. Regard it as having reached me most certainly. Yes. This is also very beautiful because you know what does this mean that the food which you had has reached me. If we eat our food in awareness, now traditionally and ritualistically one way is to offer the food before eating it to your chosen deity or to Baba and then have it. Why is that done? That is done to bring a sense of presence and respect to the act of eating. Yes. So it is clear that I, the ego, am not the one eating, but I as the presence of God, the consciousness of God. And if I am a Baba follower, Baba is the form of God. The food is being offered to that presence and not to me as the ego. That is the symbolism of the act of eating. You see, so that is again what Baba is pointing at. Most beautiful. Hmm. Gautam, typically, uh, sometimes people have this attitude where they say, Oh, I am not the doer, then I can do anything. And how does it matter? Now, that is obviously the ego coming and abusing a very important uh, teaching. Yes. So, I feel it might be nice if you can talk about this as well, because uh, this is typically one of the ego's Yes, when the ego hears I'm not the doer, it then says, oh, then that means I can do whatever I like, you see, because the ego is so protective of itself and of the fact that the ego thinks it is the doer, that when it is threatened, it comes up with these defenses. Now, my own spiritual teacher, because his teaching was the core was non-doership also, he would be asked this immediately. He would say something about non-doership and then the person in front would say, Oh, that means I can do whatever I like because I am not the doer. So he would explain that, look, supposing I give a gun in your hands, hmm. will you shoot someone with it? First of all, is it your nature or not? You will only do what is in your nature to do. If I give a timid person a gun, and the person says, oh, now it means I can do whatever I like because Baba has said I'm not the doer and all. If it is not in your nature, you won't be able to harm someone. Secondly, more importantly, this does not absolve you of the consequences of your act. You may have the full understanding you're not the doer, but you are responsible for each and every action and society will judge you. Yes. So nobody said this is a free license given, nor did Baba say such a thing. You see, so this is what happens. The ego puts up these weak defenses, though it feels, oh, you know, this is a great argument. I can do whatever I like. You can't because A, it may not be your nature and B, 
you have to be also a responsible citizen if you are living in a society if you're alone out in a remote cave somewhere in the himalayas then you may not be concerned with society we don't know hmm but gautam the karmic repercussions whether regardless where you live repercussions are there your consequences of any action are going to be there exactly so like i said it does not absolve you of the consequences of the act you see so it so this argument is missing the whole point completely the whole point is if you really lived with this understanding that nobody is the doer you would not have thoughts of hatred malice jealousy envy and all that nonsense you see because you would know the person is not the doer right yes similarly you would not have thoughts of pride and arrogance and guilt and shame now can you imagine a mind which is free of all this that is the pure mind otherwise we are throughout the day harboring all these thoughts feelings and emotions which are i mean like dark clouds across our consciousness you see so which mind would one prefer hmm so gautam this is a wonderful uh, talk with you because these are things one typically may not have pondered that this leela and baba's words are, are so impregnated with meaning and uh, if possible uh, if we could uh, you know have a discussion on other stories of the charitra like this uh, that can you know give some insights and in, for into those stories too uh, if if you allow that i i would be most happy if we can do a small series the reflections on the sai satchara sure sure uh, nick to reiterate i would like to reiterate this point before we close that if you really understood the essence of the story then you would start looking at everyone in your own life whom so far you have been blaming and condemning it could be a family member it could be a friend it could be a business associate but if you now look at them in light of this story and if you truly accept baba is your master what baba is saying is i am the one also operating through them yes now do you have the courage to see this story pertaining to your own life or are you just going to leave it in the satcharita which is by your bedside and still your relationships are going to continue with the blame game and all that hatred and other nonsense that is the test of the true devity yeah so gautam this is what i feel these conversations with you can uh, it will bridge that gap between daily living and uh, you know it's wonderful people i mean many devotees are very sincere and do the reading uh, very religiously but i do feel these conversations with you will make it flow within their lives and live the teachings baba has because baba's words sometimes might sound very simple yes but uh, they are not very easy to live i hope uh, we can continue this and maybe start like a new series uh, reflections on the sai satcharit yes and i mean because this is what you rightly said you know nick it is all about living the teaching living the teaching is the mantra otherwise it is a theory you may read it even if you read the story every day for the rest of your life it can still be a story you are reading the point is living the teaching that is so important yes 
so gautam thank you for your time as always this has been a very nice talk with you most welcome nick and uh, yeah we i will uh, ask you some more questions on the other chapters and uh, yeah we look forward to this new series with you sure wonderful gautam take care bye yeah bye